Yo, yo, yo. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your Christmas holiday. Back at you with another episode of Brooklyn Boys Radio. Radio. Yo, don't uh, wait. Before we even forget, please like and subscribe now. And please leave comments. You want to answer your comment when you leave them. So please leave a comment. And like and subscribe, hit that subscribe button, please. Thank and you. And not to mention, like, let your peoples know about this show. Like, yeah, tell a friend here, to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend, man. We over here, you know what I'm saying? Not even talking about just the hood news, but the good news. And <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, let the people know we over here talking politics, current events, pop culture, romance, relationships. We talking about it all from a very authentic and unique perspective and point of view. So come on, people. Help us get out there some more. Whatever Don't keep he, all the information to yourself. Share that. Whatever he said. There you go. What's good, though, What's man? Good, bro? Merry Christmas and all that other shit. Merry Christmas, man. Mo you, got me wearing this hat, by the, the way. The lie detected the German. He bought him. That was a Listen, lie. Out of the both of us, who you think, who you think I did would be to wear these stupid ass hats? Exactly. Yo, this nigga bought the hat. You're a liar. You know what's crazy? I think back, right, like, with Christmas. You know, as a kid, I've never received a Christmas gift. What the fuck you be talking about? <laughs> nah, seriously. But, but I'm going to tell you why, though. Cause, what are you talking about, man? Even slaves got a Christmas gift, my nigga. Even slaves got a Christmas gift. What the fuck gift. are you talking about? A hundred lashes. But anyway, <laughs> they got something. Nah, because my, my birthday is December 10th. Okay, my mine's is the 5th. All right, well, my birthday was December 10th, and my mom's was always like, listen, you just got a gift two weeks ago. Like... And then let me tell you what was so crazy, right? That's crazy. So, so growing up, what my mother used to do is she used to like wrap up empty boxes and she would put them under the Christmas tree. And every year, my stupid ass held on to hope, hoping that they was real. So on Christmas morning, I'd go under the Christmas tree and I'd open them up and they'd always be empty, oh. right? But Yo. that's that's why I be telling people like. My eldest daughter, the first time I ever been to Toys R Us in my life was when I took my oldest daughter. You didn't <laughs> have no toys growing up, no nothing? Um, my nigga, I was broke. Like, we didn't have no money. I, said I, I had I, toys. I said I had, bro, I got a birthday gift. So, of course, so I, you had, only got one I had toys. Yeah, it was either, I, I always got a birthday gift. I just never got a Christmas gift. So, you know, I had the Atari 2600. I had the Atari 5800. I had a Nintendo. But it's just my birthday was two weeks before Christmas, and I mean, come on, we was poor. So, look here, you got a Christmas gift too. You got so your mom should have gave it to you. She like gave me a two foot. She should have gave you to you on like the sixteenth or something. I don't know. Put it in man. the middle of the fifteenth. I mean, I'm, listen, I'm not mad at it. You know, Mar Dukes did what she could. Well, she could, alright, cool. You know, but that's why, like, with, thank with, you, Ma. That's you, why you my, gave me two gifts, and we were poor. See, you lucky. <laughs> that's why with my with my daughter, I used to overcompensate, like. I can see that. Yeah. Yo, bro, I used to, real talk, I used to get Storm every year between 25 and 30 gifts. Every year. Like, I would literally start from October buying her Christmas gifts, and I would just stock them up in my closet. And by the time Christmas came, I would literally give this little girl 25 to 30 gifts every year. Every because year. Because of, of what you went through with your trauma. Yeah, it was because of what I went through with my trauma, but it was also because... You know, I was making good money on the streets. You know no, yeah, but but it was it was definitely that I wanted I wanted to make up for that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so seeing her so happy on Christmas and seeing her like Look, I, I, I used I, to love that. Let me tell you something. I just told my daughter this Christmas we ain't doing no bags, 
We ain't doing no thousand dollar gifts. She just got a car this year. She she might get a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's 22. This ain't no, we, I'm not doing go all out this year for Christmas. She'll be good and she gonna need me throughout the year. So, you know what I mean? See, but, the, but there's nothing wrong with that because even um, when my daughter was like, I think how old was Storm at the time? I think she was 13. The year she turned, no, she was, she was, she probably was 11. The year she turned 11, because I wanted to see, because one thing with my kid is I always wanted to make sure that she understood that none of this meant anything. So one Christmas, like I told her, I said, babe, how about this? I'm not going to get you no gifts this Christmas. What we're going to do is we're going to buy gifts and we're going to give them out to the, to the unfortunate. She was like, dad, that's cool. Like, I'm with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? She had no issue better than me, because I'd have fought the niggas for my gifts. <laughs> 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 yeah, but but Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry sure, Christmas. Make yeah. sure make sure the kids, man, have a good Christmas. They wake up in the morning, you know, and to um to all the uh the fathers out there who live in separate homes, you know, from their kids. I know how hard it could be on Christmas because I used to um FaceTime my daughter every Christmas just to make sure that I could see her open her gifts. Yo, you know what's so crazy? Last year was my saddest Christmas I ever had. Why was it so You know, I, I cried last Christmas, my nigga. Like, tears came out my eye, like, eye water, nigga. Came wow. out my Emotional. It was my first it. Christmas I ever spent alone, my nigga. Oh. Yeah, I had no shorty, I had nothing. I was by my motherfucking self on Christmas. I don't know. I'm, I've never been. I'm I've used never to that. been. Yeah, I've never been by myself on a Christmas day. I'm used to Like, that. my daughter and them, I think they went to like Disney World and her mom and them, and my brother was with his fiance, my mom's and them living. In another state, it was like, yo, I was by myself in the crib. I think I saw and my you niece cried. for two seconds. Yo, a tear came to my eye. Two tears, nigga. I dropped two tears. I was lonely, nigga. Right, right, right. Like, Damn. Look, I was sympathy. I was sympathetic to your PTSD. Now you don't want to be sympathetic to mine. Nah, I'm sympathetic, bro. I love you and all of that, bro. Yeah, bro. I was by myself for the first time in fucking forty-five years. I think I'm just immune to that shit because I'm so used to. Yeah, bro. I didn't even get a gift. Like I got a gift, but I got them like later. I ain't getting nothing on Christmas. I ate by myself. I ain't used to that type of shit, man. See, but that's see, that's the good thing about going through trauma because you know what I'm saying. I ain't used to that, bro. I wasn't used to that. No, I mean, but it's beautiful that you're not used to that. That's nothing to be ashamed yeah, of. It's beautiful that. that you ain't used to that. But I think that right there is a, um, is definitely a uh, a testament to the fact, like they say, struggle builds strength. Yeah, listen, man, I ain't trying to. I'm I'm going away this Christmas. I'll be I'll be away this Christmas. Uh, so yeah, with the family. Yeah, with the fam. Definitely going away with the fam this Christmas. So, but one thing I want to tell y'all too, please. A lot of y'all got vacations. Go back and watch those past episodes, B. Get time. Go back and watch those episodes, man. Episode 1 through 15. Yes, sir. This right here is 16. But check this out, though. Since we're talking about get, uh, uh, Christmas and all that stuff, somebody got an early Christmas gift this season. Okay. My man Puffy got an early Christmas gift. It was a baby. Oh, that's your man? Here to be dope. Puffy got a baby, man, for Christmas, man. I thought his name, what's his name? I thought his name was Diddy, D- Diddy Popper. No. <laughs> Stop it, man. You know Puff always changed name. Congratulations to Puff. And Congratulations. Girl, Congratulations you know, on the baby girl, um, bro. Puff out there slinging that thing, man. He, just, he out here doing his thing, B. And hey, Puff is what, 50-something years old? 50, what, 53, 56, something like that? I, I think could he's 53. not tell you. I think he's 53. <clears throat> and his baby mama, brand new baby mama, is 28 years old, B. Uh. That's different. I can't even date a woman in her 20s right now. Like, if she like 20, maybe a strong 28, 29, if she mature, 
But at 46, I be thinking about my kid, like coming home with, you know what I'm saying? Like my daughter 22, imagine me coming home and my daughter, I got a chick and I, she walk in and that's her friend from college or from yeah, high school. Yeah, but, but you, 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 have, know what I mean? you have to look at it. I think you have to look at it beyond that. I mean, because something that I always hear is that, first of all, men of that stature who have so much at their access don't want to battle with anyone. And women tend to, as they get older, be pretty much set in their ways. And younger women tend to be more coachable. They, um, they tend to have not have gone through as many bad experiences, so they tend to not be as jaded, right? And um, they just tend to be a little more just lighthearted. I mean, and this isn't something I've heard through experience. I mean, this is something that through hearing other men speak, older guys who dated younger women, uh, that's the normal consensus. Now, to so me, to me, if you can't find one, no, that's, one? That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm no, asking, definitely man. not. I mean, look, to like. me, the only, the only obstacle is when, when you're a man, you know, in your late 40s and your 50s, dating a, uh, a woman in her late 20s, I think that there's, there's a, uh, there's a gap as far as maturity is maturity. concerned. Conversations, conversations. Crazy, bro. I mean, but that, listen, but you're saying it like as if there aren't mature 28-year-olds. I'm not, I, yeah, I hear you, but I, that probably part of my problem, the maturity, but I think the more, more factor is, is like I said, m my daughter being friends with somebody or happening, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But Sydney, I, Sydney's I, 21. 22, 20, about to be 23 next year. Okay, she, early yeah, year. okay she's 22, I mean... 28, 22, I don't think yeah. it's the same thing. I mean, listen, yeah, bro, right. me personally, I don't see an issue with, 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 with the man dating well, a 28 year guess old. what? Four days later, they caught him on another chick. <laughs> another 28 year old. <laughs> another 28 year old. <laughs> mm. And then he got young Miami. I see her going wild on the internet. Oh, yeah, I see, I see the whole thing happening say, with say hun, not, hun academics going back and yeah, forth. Yeah, saying that she's not the side chick. She's not a side chick. I mean, what is the definition of a side chick? Well, she said she could do the same thing he do. Like, he, she could see other men, too. So she was saying that um, basically making reference that he wasn't the only person that she's seeing. You know well, the truth is, and I hate talking about stuff like this because it feels like gossip to me. Like whatever's going on in that man dating life really isn't my business. Yeah, I mean, yeah we just talking about it because, you know, just but, um, pop culture. If that's not his girlfriend, I mean, why can't they just be two people who's keeping each other's company? company. Why, why does they it have to have a other, title? Right? Why does it have you to right? have a label? You know? I think but the world look at it like, yo, you just had a baby. And you know you got this one in the public eye, and now you've seen it with this one. You know, so people got comments. You know, so funny to touch a little subject real quick because I seen uh, Dr. Umar Johnson on on the Breakfast Club too. Mm -hmm. I saw that. So he was saying that you know, Alpha Mills. Uh, I think it was Charlemagne show was on the Breakfast Club. Um, Alpha Mills usually tend to have more than one female. Um, even in the animal kingdom, the alphas always have one or more than one female. So I'm saying sometimes, I, I, and I think there's some truth to that, right? I think when you got a dude who's out there, and I tell people all the time, I tell women all the time, when you starting to date all these guys that got a lot of paper, not saying that paper, what you would say, uh, say that you are alpha, but when you got that position of power, Men tend, to, men tend to see more than one woman a lot of times. Well, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to take it back to rest in peace to the godfather, Kevin Samuels. That was what was at the root of his message. He was saying that 1% of black men make over $100,000. 80% of black women are, want 1% of black men. 
but it, in that same breath, you expect that man to remain faithful. Like, so if he's a high value man and he has all these women in his access and 80% of women are competing for him, then how do you expect him to just be with you and only you? He was you? also saying that, <clears throat> that, that women are more accepting of um, being another woman or the side chick or Say understanding what? that I, a man have more than women. I don't think, for men, I don't think that we would accept, like, I know what. These things can't be said. We're not wired that way. We're, not, we're territorial. We're, yeah, we're territorial. Like, that, that, look, all you got to do to break up with me is just be with another nigga. Like, you I'm ain't good. even got to be with him. <laughs> Listen, bro, with me, you ain't even got to be with another dude. It's like, all you got to do is make me feel as if you want me to compete for you, and that. Duke will have you, bro. If you having a problem making up your mind between me and somebody else, I'll make it up for you and just leave you the hell alone. That's crazy. Okay. I ain't got time for that. I I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that one neither. But you know, I just No, because the way I see it is you cannot have value to me if you see no value in me. You understand? And if you see value in someone else, then go there. I'm fine. Mm. Well, check this out. Uh, Mo <laughs> I don't even know what to say to this guy. Yeah, bro. But we're going to go to the next subject because I don't want the ladies get mad on Christmas at Bruh. Mo. You know what I'm mad saying? Mad at me. Mad Please at somebody, me for somebody send this nigga a gift. That's all I What you mean? I got a gift, bro. It's called life. Send this nigga a gift. I have, I have three beautiful daughters, bro. What great somebody gift can I have? Somebody send this nigga a gift. You know, and, and with that said, three beautiful daughters, I just want to say that on my birthday, you know how I spent my birthday? I spent my birthday with my three daughters. Oh, that's beautiful. And, and, and I swear to you, um... That was one of the best birthdays I've ever had. And, and it's so crazy because we really didn't do anything. Like, my eldest came over. I had Avery and me, Hunstorm, me, Hunstorm and her girlfriend went to, um, my eldest took, took me out to eat. We went out to eat or whatever. And, you know, we went to um, BK9. Mm-hmm. We sat, we ate, you know, we bugged out, we chilled or whatever. And they kept getting upset at me because everywhere we went that day, I kept going, you see these people? They came out my testicles. That's what my daughter says my balls all the time. She come from my balls. Yeah. That's what I say all but the then, time. Um, but then, then after that, I had bought tickets to this art exhibit, and we all were supposed to go. But by the time we were about to go, it was like 6.30. Avery had been out all day. She was tired. So I was just like, let's take her home. But I'm not going to lie to you. Like, when I got home, bro, that was one of the best birthdays I had, and it, well, was, and it was so simple. And it just makes me realize the man who has daughters will never be alone. I'll tell you this, the best time spent any time with me, <clears throat> I don't care if I go to a different continent, if I go on a vacation, best time spent with me is with family and friends. That's my best thing in the world to do. When I can laugh with my peoples and my family or play spades or do my fight parties, my, those are the times of my life. So. I totally get it. When I'm around my daughter and my niece and my and my and my godson, and we play fighting, we running through the house doing crazy shit. I live for those moments. You know what I mean? So I, I can appreciate what you're saying with your baby girl. So big up to your baby girl, big up to your birthday, happy birthday again, and Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas to all. So let's get into this hip hop shit, cause a lot of hip hop shit going through that we gotta just touch a little bit. So, so I saw the Tory Lanes in the Megan Thee Stallion case. I don't really want to speak on it too much until it really plays itself out, but I mean that we, shit is crazy. You don't have to have an opinion, but we could still speak on it. Yeah, it's crazy though, man. Like I'm watching the reports. I don't know if Tory innocent or he not. This shit is just crazy. You, you know, in the beginning, the I saw in the beginning, um, you know, 
Megan Thee Stallion came on the stand. I just want to be left alone. You know, lining up. You know what I'm saying? With the positioning, he she said she that Tory was in where he shot the gun from, and with the police statement and then the statement that she gave on the stand. Um, <clears throat> and then I seen um, Kelsey came, and her statement didn't really line up with certain things that she said on on the tape recorded in the, when they do the police investigation, uh -huh. and then what she said on the stand, and then she was also saying that, you know, Meg said that her and Kelsey never had a fight. You're a liar. And then they said they got into it, then Kelsey said they did get into it. This is like a soap opera beat. Yeah, right? but and, and then hold up, then <laughs> the bombshell hit the other day, <laughs> and then you know they talking about that Tory. You know, well Tory was Tory defense was saying that Kelsey's probably the one that that shot Megan. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is what Tory's been saying, <laughs> right? So then Kelsey came out and pled the fifth on this motherfucker, right? Yeah, because and she said, said she, she, she because didn't answering that question would might incriminate, would incriminate herself, herself, right? Mm -hmm. And then. A report came out and said the gun didn't have any of Tory's DNA, DNA on, on the on, magazine. On the magazine, all the gun. On, no, no, no. They said on the gun it was inconclusive, Listen. meaning that they couldn't tell whether it was there or wasn't there. Yeah. But there was female DNA on female the gun. Female DNA this on the gun. So, if people know how the law work, right? They gotta find you without a shadow of a doubt being guilty, right? Of course. And if there's one bit of doubt that's it you're so off. this might be a mistrial my nigga. order in the, the court going? but but what i what i also because i'm confused but what i also want to say is um <clears throat> credibility at this point we're only two, two days going on three days in now this is day five day five okay well at this point Megan's credibility is shot, bro. Like, you know, she sat there and had a whole interview with Gail King, where Gail asked her if Huntory had been in intimate, and, and she and she said no. If it was, she said no, right? And and a lot of people are saying that, um, well, that's her personal business. She didn't have to share that. But the truth of the matter is, when a man's life is on the line, when you're accusing a man of shooting you, everything is important. Because, the, because, no, because, no. listen, 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 everything is important because the truth is whether it was a platonic relationship or an intimate relationship plays a part. No, I get it. But what I will say, I could probably appreciate and understand as a woman why she want to put a business out there. But what's even more crazy is when she went down to the, um, to the precinct, some of the other stuff didn't line up yeah, either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The reason why she left the house. Um, they said he was trying to get at uh, uh, at Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. They said Kylie Jenner asked she her to leave. She said she never left. Uh, in Kelsey report, she said she she didn't she didn't leave twice. She they said yeah. She once. said she left and then she came back, back and then came you know out the saying? house so with Tori. There was a lot of inconclusive stuff. Even when the cops came, she had said in the beginning she lied because she didn't want to get Tori in trouble. So that's why she said he didn't shoot her. And then she went back and changed the statement. So there's a lot of. Listen, I understand shit get complicated, life is complicated, but I'm just talking as far as the court case is going on. I don't know as a juror, how can you come up with a definitive opinion on either way? On either way, but, but I will also say in her defense, um, in high stress situations, it is very difficult not to, I mean, it is very easy to not remember what occurred. You know, mm. in high stress situations. You know, I don't Especially know. Especially you never been through no shit like that. Yeah, because I don't know why it happened. Um, I don't know where it happened or how it happened. But what I do know is what happened. And 
she's still a gunshot victim. You understand? So at that time, I mean, that's a high stress situation. So with adrenaline pumping through your veins, with the stress that you're going through, the trauma of it all, I mean, it's, it's very easy, especially, I mean, this is something that happened how long ago? What, two years two ago, years right? Ago, yeah. This is something that happened two years ago. So it may not be fresh in your mind, you know, and I guess this would be me giving her the benefit of the doubt, but we'll leave it up to the jury and the judge to decide what occurred yeah. and who's right Listen, or wrong. Listen, man, if the woman was shot and he shot her, he need to go to jail. If he didn't, he need not to go to jail. Yeah, so. if, if he didn't. And what I also want to say is if she lied, there needs to be, I, I think that there should be consequences. You know, because but I don't I, think you could tell who lied. Like, it's too much. I'm not saying, what I'm saying is. Yeah, I think this thing is going to be inclusive. What I'm, what, like, I'm, what, what I'm saying is if she lied, there should be consequences. Because when you say, when you say, uh, but there's no way to prove it, guess what? There are a lot of black men that are railroaded that didn't commit crimes, that pay consequences and go to jail for five, 10 years until it's discovered. You, but, but, so all, listen, listen. And, and the reason I'm saying this is I'm tired of women being emotional or being upset as a, at a man and using the law as some type of payback. Yeah, but you're not going to figure this out because if it's, I'm not, but I'm, hold up, what I'm saying to you is if it's without a shadow of a doubt, meaning that you don't know if it happened or it didn't happen. So I don't think the truth will ever come out fully in you're, this case, but we shall see what happens. But you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm hearing what you said. What I said you say is, she should go to jail if she lied. I said I'm telling if you that she, they never going to come to that. Do, bruh, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I, what you said, I didn't say she should go to jail if they don't find out or if they think she lied. I said it How under the I'm not saying that it will happen. I'm saying under the remote small chance, if they find out beyond a shadow of a doubt that she lied, she should pay a consequence. Listen, man. This is, you know, Listen, because I, once, I, once, once, once again, because I'm tired of women using the law as a form of payback and not Listen, paying bro. any con bruh you you see I, I wait, see, wait 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 we see what i'm we've off the seen subject this, I can, I can, I, and i'm still on the subject we've seen this many times we've seen this men we've seen men accused of sexual assault we've seen men accused of battery we've seen men go to jail and then we've seen women recant oh i felt yeah, bad wait case, let me bro. finish all I'm saying is in this case, if she lied and they find out that she lied, she should pay a consequence. Like That's I said, all. this ain't the case, bro. We dealing with a gunshot. We ain't dealing with perjury. So anyway, back to this. Since we're going to stay in the court system, let's go to Gunner. And, and what's happening with him and Young Thug. So I want to know if you feel like uh, Gunner snitched to get home. Um, I did see all the clips. I've been reading a lot. I even made a phone call to one of my good criminal lawyer friends. And I'll just tell you what he said and you can give me an answer. Mm -hmm. He said the way it looks like in this being set up, he would have to see the paperwork. But if the law is, if Gunner's lawyers is correct, it's something that doesn't happen often in cases. That Alfred plea. Where he could not, where his plea would not be held accountable to any other person in that, um, in, in that case, then he wouldn't be a snitch if that's how this, if he read the paperwork and that's what the paperwork said. Um, so, so I want to know what you thought about that. 
I'm never, I'm never quick to label a man a rat until I see paperwork. So I can't tell you whether he snitched or whether he didn't snitch. What I do know is if you're in a case and uh, you have many co-defendants and one takes a plea, it hurts everyone else. Well, the, the, because another, uh, uh, Slim something, what's his name? The other, the other gentleman is part of YSL, supposed to be uh, one of the head, another rapper, he just took a plea too. It was like okay. two other people in the case I understand, but what I'm saying is one people, once people start taking pleas, it hurts everyone else. And the reason being is because the, all, it's, it's an admission of guilt. You know, uh, whereas he admitted, <coughs> he admitted that YSL is not just a record label, it's also a gang. Mm -hmm. That hurts everyone else that is fighting their case. Another thing as well that I do know with the Alfred plea is the Alfred plea is that um, although what you state cannot, uh, cannot be used in those other cases, but if they want to call you back to testify, you have to, and you have to testify truthfully. The only exclusion that there is is that you can plead the fifth for anything that you feel will incriminate you but if you do not uphold that, they can pull that deal off the table and you can go right back to jail. Well, like I said, <clears throat> I'll just tell you what the lawyer told me. I don't know how the details work yeah, out. Yeah, so, so in real time, wait, so in real time, at this moment in time, has he snitched? No, but does the Alfred plea put him in a position that if they want to call him back and use him as a witness and he has to take the stand and be truthful about whatever he knows, does it leave a possibility for him to cooperate in the future? Definitely does. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and I'm just tired of, you know, I've seen a lot of people coming out calling him a rat. I've seen a lot of people come see some kid do a bunch of rat traps in front of his car. Yo, niggas is crazy to me, B. The internet is crazy to me. People are crazy. I think everybody just want to come out and jump out and just say the most negative shit they can say. And it's unfortunate that <clears throat> it happened to, we always do that to our own people. Yeah, what I want to say, what I want to say, no, I want to say this clear, B. These guys got high-powered attorneys that half of you niggas can never even afford, right? And they doing a great job. So it's a great job. The feds is not even coming in this case because this is a RICO case. The feds would have came and jumped in this case a long time ago. That's not necessarily yep, true. Listen, I already talked that's to the not, lawyer. That's listen, not necessarily true, bro. I've seen, I, I, finish, I've seen cases where the feds pick yeah, you up, up on later, your way out but the court right when the now, case right is now, over. Right now, they are saying, and you got to go read the shit, that the feds are not taking up this case, right? So this is a state case. So being there, there's a state case, and they got these high-power lawyers. I can't see, unless Thug come out of jail and Thug go, yo, yeah, that nigga snitched. I'm pretty sure all their lawyers are in communications and they all had a conversation and this was probably a plan to get somebody but, out, but, and, to get them out. But and what you're saying up. has no validity hold because on, what wait. You're, wait, what you're saying is that you're pretty sure. Just as hold much up. as you're pretty sure, hold there's a chance out. that that didn't happen. Hold and I'm not, saying that, I'm not saying it did or didn't let, happen. Let me, let me finish. But you're taking a side just let, like let, anybody no, else's. No, no, no. I'm going, I'm going this. No, I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt. I'm not calling anybody anything, but I'm pretty sure. And you see these cases, if my man need to be on the street because somebody got to bring in revenue and money and it's better for one of us to be in the street to go get it so we can even fight this shit because we all know how much this, these type of cases cost. But this is your assumption. No, but I'm just telling you, 
I'm going with the benefit of the doubt. But I'm that's an assumption. Go, I'm going it's, no go different, the, it's no different. Nah, it's, than, not, it, it's no different. It's no different than the people that say because the guess what? You can't. You. I'd rather give a man what, the benefit of the doubt. What validity does your opinion listen, and your benefit of the doubt have it, over someone that's not giving get, the benefit? No, you know why? Bruh, you know why? And I don't it, agree it, with. I don't agree with either. I don't know what occurred. It does. I'm just saying that both. They both hold the same way. No, they don't hold the same way because the other one could be detrimental to somebody. It could be detrimental to somebody's career. It could be detrimental to their plan. I'm not fucking up nobody's plan until I know what it is. Who's fucking up a plan, bro? No, because I never what? called the man a rat. I'm just saying that. Being called a rat. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance he's not cooperating. There's also a chance he may be cooperating. Because, because the truth is, I don't know what the facts are. You get All I do know is that a man that was sentenced to five years in jail had a year time served and the other four years of his sentence was suspended, which is something that doesn't... Well, guess what? Wait, wait. And they just threw out wait, the dunk shit from his is, crib too. Which is, just listen the to... The case is falling apart. Listen to what I'm saying, which is something that doesn't happen regularly. The state doesn't, the state or the feds, doesn't give you anything without you giving them something back. Is that me saying that he's cooperating? Not at all, because I don't know what's going on in the case. But we gotta I'm, understand... All I'm saying is that at the end, at the end of the day, those who feel he didn't and those who feel he did both have a reason. Now, my, my, my problem is just the fact that I don't think that everyone's qualified to have an opinion in this case. You know, and I always give this metaphor. If I walk into a hospital and two doctors are having a conversation about a patient, am I entitled to have an opinion? Yes. But do they have to respect my opinion? No, because I am not qualified. So. 99, 98% of the people leaving comments on the internet are people that have never dealt with the streets. Are people that have and, never and fought. And wait, and wait, most of these niggas, wait, most of these, wait, no, most of these niggas people, are rats. The are motherfucking All right, and a lot. Yeah, but see, but <laughs> come on, the rats are more qualified to have an opinion because they've dealt with the state. They've dealt with cases. They know how the law works. But what I'm saying is, a lot of times it's nothing but regular civilians, regular squares behind their keyboard that have an opinion about something they're not qualified to have an opinion on. Because, bro, you ain't been in the streets. Hold you on. have not done these things. You've never been picked up by the boys. You've never been investigated. So how do you have an opinion? This is something you know absolutely nothing about. All I'm saying, people <laughs> like, need to, people got to, sometimes, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We like to watch things in this, this, the snapshot of it. We got to let the whole shit play out. Don't fuck up a nigga plan or niggas plans if we don't know what the plan is. I think everybody needs to fall back and let it ride out. Because guess what? He got the rest of his life to be a snitch, to be called a snitch. We don't got to jump in the pool in the first five minutes. But who's, jump, who's jumping no, in the pool? The I'm just, went crazy. I, just, I just can't take nobody's side. I'm not I can't take no side but because, I'm because you you're giving the benefit of the doubt. Of Me course, personally, I'm, I'm not, in, give, that, I'm I'm not in that situation, so I, I don't have an opinion. I don't have for an me, opinion. Rather, All I can do is state the facts. For me, I'd rather give our people a benefit of the doubt and let our people, because we always... We always quick to shoot down on our on our own people. Well, I'm not shooting dude down. I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying not I don't have You're taking it personal. I'm not talking about you. No, I'm talking about what I'm reading on the motherfucking internet mm -hmm. and the comments that I see people coming out. But you know that's the nature everybody. of the beast. That's what people they, do. Yeah, but my thing is, give our people a benefit of the doubt. He got the if he's a rat, he got the rest of his life to be a rat. We don't know what the fuck the problem is. We don't know what them dudes is trying to put together or what they're not trying to put together. Give the person the benefit of the doubt, and if he's a rat, then he'd be a rat. If but, he's not. Then listen, they had a bigger plan, and maybe some of y'all niggas can learn from but the I, fucking but, plan. But I also need you to understand that 
a lot of times the reason that the public reacts the way that they react is because although they don't know these artists, they don't know Young Thug, but as fans, now there's a lot of rappers that came out that know them. A lot no, of rappers. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about rappers. I'm not talking about Boosie. I'm not talking about rappers. I'm talking about the way that the public reacts. A lot of times they have, they feel an emotional connection mm -hmm. to this artist, and once that artist is in danger, anything that threatens his freedom, they attack. You know, and it's simply because they do feel that connection. You know what I mean? But it is what it is, man. But my my last thing that I could say is. Because I, I seen the same thing happen to 6ix9ine, right, with, with the 6ix9ine situation, where people were saying, oh, but how was he wrong when 90% of the people are saying that, oh, them dudes tried to kill him. They, 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 they slept with his baby mom, so he's right. No, but 90% of those people aren't qualified to have an opinion. So at the end of the day, three lawyers can be in a courtroom. 90% of the courtroom could be people who don't study law, regular civilians, and 90% of the people can think that what the lawyers felt was wrong, but their opinion does not matter. So at the end of the day, y'all people that love commenting on street shit that ain't never been in the streets a goddamn day, and you're not qualified to have an opinion. You're entitled to an opinion, but your opinion means nothing because there's no basis for it. You're not informed. You know nothing about this world. As a matter of fact, when y'all say 6 9 was right, guess what? Y'all are supposed to feel that because y'all are supposed to feel that way because y'all have no understanding of the world that we live in or the way that we live. That's why y'all are civilians and yeah, we were also, what we were. And, <laughs> like, I, and, I, and I also, but I, see. Because that, that shit be pissing <clears throat> you off. Yeah, but I don't want to get in this conversation about street shit. I just feel there's a... No, it's not, it's not no, about no, street shit. It's saying. about people speaking, Hold up, speaking on things they know nothing about. It, the generations are different too because... But niggas' principles they used to stand on before ain't the same type of principle niggas are standing on now. So it's like the old version versus the new version of these new niggas. And they, some, these niggas ain't holding nothing. But that's a whole nother conversation itself. Because I don't want to turn this into, you know what I mean, where we yeah, yeah, nah, But, you know, listen, let's give our people a chance to fight. If he gonna be a rat, all I want to say that he could be a rat for the rest of his life. But until we know, never that for call sure, a man a rat till you see his so you, paperwork, man. And yeah, wait till you figure. Because a lot of times out. that'll get you killed. I mean, it ain't like that no more. I mean, it may still be, who knows? But yeah, never call <laughs> a man right a rat till you see his paperwork. <laughs> it, this guy right here, man. What truth is truth. Anyway, real quick, we're gonna talk. I don't, I don't want to call this man a rat, but I know you don't really like him. I don't who? know if I like, like him. Who? Academic, I see, them, I see them. How can I explain it, man? Academics is a product of the world today. He part of these young niggas. That's yeah, what I mean. he's, he's a product he's of the world of this, today. And I don't, I, don't, I don't feel that. Like, do I think that, you know, somebody should tap that jaw? Well, this is what I'm getting. <laughs> this nigga, he called out little baby to fight him. I saw that. But my song said he wanted to fight him. And, you know. He want he want he want none of that smoke. He ain't want none of that smoke. Okay, mice would have washed you, bro. You'd have been through the rinse. Well, him and Baby's about the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, what I mean, maybe would have been a nice fight. Baby, uh, who knows? I, I don't know, but he he was definitely talking cash shit. I was like, I was like, yo, this dude is really talking That's crazy. Wrong. He said he said he'd choke him out. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Yo, <laughs> I, I I I still got my money on little baby, but. I just thought that I was do funny. Too. Man, I do too. I thought too. that shit was funny though, man. I thought that shit was hilarious when I seen that earlier. See, but, but let me tell you what's my problem with that. My problem mm -hmm. with that is, that's that fake tough guy shit. 
You know the dude that walks into the room and he picks on the dude who he thinks is the weakest and mm -hmm. other dudes is like, yo, son, who you talking to? And he acts like he can't even hear them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't respect that. Like, you sit here and talk about, yo, you got 911 on speed dial and, you know, you quick to call the cops if anybody put their hand on you. But because you think this dude is smaller than you, now you want to challenge him. Bruh, either you're a sucker or you're not. You can't be selective and pick and choose when to be and when not to be. Like, we don't respect yeah, that listen, shit. Man. Like I said, I would love to see the fight, um, but I hope when somebody else said they want to fight you, he stepped up to that same challenge. My son said he want to fight you, so I, and he ready. He ready. You know what you I'm know, saying? I, so I, if you're I, looking I, to be put through the rent cycle, <laughs> go for it. You know what I mean? I would love to see that. But on some other news, real sad news. Spin dry. Uh, real sad news. Um, uh, DJ Twitch mm. uh, died um, this past week of apparent suicide. I want to say condolences to his family. Condolences to his family. Uh, seen his, his wife, wife and his, his daughters. And two beautiful kids. I think it's a boy and a girl. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, and I just want to say on a serious note, man, you know, you never know what people are going through. I didn't know the guy, right? I seen him on Ellen a bunch of times. I seen him on, on, on um, Instagram, but didn't know him personally. But what I was so surprising, and it shouldn't have been surprising, every time I see him, I think I called and told you this, every time I saw him, he was just so full of life, full of laughter, full of smiles, happiness, just dancing his way kind of through life. And you would never think somebody like that. Even I seen him even speak to some certain people, celebrities, like he'd be on their Instagram, and the way he spoke to them was just like so jovial. You never know what a motherfucker's you know, going through, B. Like I'm a dude that people always ask me, like, why I don't smile more? And I always tell people, like, look, worry about me when you see me smiling all the time. And the reason, it, the reason I say that is because people smile so that they don't cry. A lot of times, you know, not everybody, mm. but a lot of people who are depressed and sad, uh, what do they call that? They call it being mechanical, right? A lot of people, uh, they camouflage their sadness with happiness just so people don't know what's going on with them. This speaks to a lot of different things, you know, just the fact that you cannot judge what's going on in somebody's world by what's, on, by what's on the it's surface and by social media. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, also as well, man, and I'm not going to blame society for what went on with him, but you have to understand, uh, men feel alone in this world. We do. <laughs> Listen, I just told you about my Christmas, and I Exa was reading, reading a study that says, Black men, and so my black men. Highest rate of suicide. Highest rate of suicide throughout all the races, uh, all the races, right? So is this, is, to me, it was like, yo, it's so much pressure and so much things that we have on our back. And I know we speak all the time, and I just tell you, just, just for going outside to be a man, just to be, be a protector, be a provider. Um, it's in my mind, what this crosses me, like, I, I say to myself, what was that man going through? to make him feel like he had to take his life, to make him feel like he yeah, had to leave his to leave his, leave his wife and to leave, to leave his family. His family that, that's the part that's, 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 that's the hardest for hard, me to comprehend. Right? Because you know how many times I felt like I didn't want to be here no more? And, I just had, and every time I thought about my kid, I kept trying to push through it. I had to push through it. Um, every time I thought about the disappointment in my family, they would have or the sadness I would leave. Oh, how, how you would traumatize them. You know what I'm saying? So 
But not saying that I never thought about, yo, listen, man, I'm tired of fighting. Because every day I feel like my life is a constant fight. No matter how happy I am on Instagram, no matter how many uh, uh, words of affirmation that I give on my page. This is why I always ask him if he cried. <laughs> whatever be. But sometimes, you know, sometimes we need talking to. Sometimes we need to be told that we love. Sometimes that we need to hear that somebody, you know, is thinking about us. You know what I'm saying? Us as men. You know what I mean? But you, so, but you, but you know what I think is very, very important and and i think that it's something that within our circle right that we do a lot and we do it so much that we don't even realize it mm. not everyone has this we constantly speak life into each other right Definitely. so it's like we can get on the phone and yeah you know i fuck with you all the time like yeah you a bitch ah whatever whatever <laughs> but in the same breath you also know that if i hit you and i detect that you're down I'm always going to give you a word of encouragement. Yeah, I'm always going to tell yeah, you, like, bro, we're going to get over this. You know, and the same thing vice versa. And I can honestly say that this is, um, and I'm grateful for it, this is for a lot of people within our circle, you know. So it's, it's, it's good to be friends and it's good to have a circle. But what I think is even more important is that you empower your circle. You know what I mean? Um, want the best for your people, man. And, and, and be concerned, and it's not just about, when I say want the best, it's not just about financial. Like every, all people talk about, yo, help me get the bag. It? Bruh, it's about so much more than that, man. Mm. You know, there's so, you see this you see this many times. There are people that are worth hundreds of million dollars that take their own lives because money does not bring happiness. And I will tell you this, it's so crazy because it takes for you to climb this big ass mountain that is success and to get to the top to realize the joke's on you because everything you thought was up there is not even up there, bro. Mm. It can't, it will never fulfill you. It won't, it won't, you know what I mean? But um, my condolences to Twitch's family and, and I just say that we live in a world that, um, that really makes men feel like they don't care about us. You know, I will say that I also, I, I had read something about this uh, young lady who was a uh, lesbian and she was a feminist and she wanted to write this book. So she got voice training to speak deeply because she wanted to live her life as a man for I'll a year. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to live her life as a man for a year because she wanted to prove that men have privilege. And the crazy thing is after living her life as a man for a year, she actually ended up committing suicide because what she realized was that men are alone, the world doesn't care about men, and she says that men in this world are hurting simply because they feel like the world doesn't care about them. And the truth is, and this is something I've always noticed, right? As a man, you get no understanding. It's like, if you fall on hard times, it's try harder. And if you can't get back on your feet, you're lazy. It's because you're not doing enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As if you're in control. You understand what I mean? And it's like nobody gives you that understanding, that compassion to understand that at the end of the day, I know the world sees us as Superman, but the truth is we're human. Nah, you're 100% right. But I also want to speak one last thing. I want to say before I even just walk off of that subject, just condolence again to Twitch family. Uh, you know, it's just sad, man. And I hope 
They hug on them babies. Um, Y'all love all his friends and family, love on that family, love on them kids, love on his wife, for real. But just want to go back into like- Not the in social... that weird way either. Yeah, crazy. Um, <laughs> I ain't even playing around with you. But um, I was also watching on social media to uh, the story with Fantasia. I was mm, going back to social I saw media. That. Yeah, um, I was watching that earlier today. Yeah, she was saying, you know, somebody was saying that, yo, Fantasia, you got more money than us. And she's like, nah, I've been broke twice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She said I lost it all two and times. She said I lost it all two times. You know, I make my own groceries. I drive my own car. I go to the store myself. Like, you know what I mean? And she was saying a lot of celebrities actually are, are just regular people. And a lot of times we get caught up, you know, we get caught up into what's happening on social media and what a person make you see. And I just want to get clear, they make you see something. And it's not always the joyous of things happening. And a person like myself who been around a lot of celebrities or been around a lot of supposed people that got it, they all don't got it, B. They all trying to strive and get there just like you trying to get there in your own crib. So stop living for everybody else and live for yourself. You know what I'm saying to you? And get to the top yourself. Stop believing the facade that social media creates for you and it, you know, puts you like into this virtual reality world, it's not always pretty when you open your eyes to real life. You know what I'm saying? So like, like Mo said earlier, we gotta learn to love on each other more, learn to love on um, our friends and, and, and our family members around us. And be kind to people, man. Yeah, you have Stop to be. being so mean to people because you don't know what people are going through, man. And as far as the celebrity thing, um, I would sum it, up, sum it up in one way. It's like when we see celebrities, we think they're like special, but the truth is, they're just ordinary people doing extraordinary things. That's it, B. But listen, I want to get into, I'm hype for the new year. Bam, bam, bam. Because my shows are coming back out. I'm about to go see Avatar. Uh, but let's talk about my CV shows. I just saw the trailer for Power, book two. It looks good. I know you don't like this shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's not, it's, not, it's not that I don't like it. I think it's entertaining. I just think it's far-fetched. Far-fetched, like, right, when, cool. when it, uh, I think... My biggest advantage as a writer is that not only am I creative enough to paint the picture with a pen, but I'm from that world, so I'm able to do it authentically, right? And I think that a lot of times that's what makes me different. That's what made Money and Violence different. Like, so many people are like, oh my God, this is the first time I saw the real streets on screen. Mm -hmm. And my issue <laughs> with, with Power, it's entertaining. Look, I watched Power Book 2. I watched, you know... Both seasons. You get where I'm coming from? I think it's entertaining, but a lot of times it's just so far-fetched. Well, look, that's coming back. BMF is coming back. Yeah, that's that's my joint, too. Yeah, BMF is my joint. Uh, my man Randy Huggins is the showrunner. Yo, what Randy, what up, man? Feel better. My man was sick for a minute there, man. Glad to see you back, bro. This nigga trying to get a job. Um, I'm trying to get a job. <laughs> you out your mind, bro. Godfather Harlem coming back. You know me better than that. Godfather Harlem. Godfather Harlem's coming back. He, he I wrote episode two of the third season, and I broke, you know, helped break the story for the um, entire season as my, well. And, my show. and and I can tell y'all firsthand, this isn't speculation, this season of Godfather Harlem is going to be crazy, you know, because okay. Bumpy is going into Spanish Harlem. He's dealing with some Cubans. That's right. I got the inside scoop. <laughs> I can't tell y'all too much, you know. Um, there's a new Italian mobster who's in town, who Bumpy has issues with. You know, Chen is in jail, you know, as you saw uh, at the end of season two because his, uh, his daughter ratted on him. There's a lot going on in uh, Godfather well, this Harlem. This man, man is always behind the scenes with the Godfather of Harlem, so congratulations to Mo 
for being writing on, writing on Godfather Harlem, so I'm, I'm waiting for that too. Thank you, Paul Eckstein. Thank you, Chris Brancato, and thank you, Mark Quinn. My yes. guys. But my other show was coming back, which I love. Shout out to my man Dean Imperial. Shout out right, to my guy I, Kyle. Can I shout out my other show? Shout out to Rashida Brady. Anyway, listen, <laughs> Wu Tang. The saga continues coming back. That's one of my favorite shows on Hulu. B. I love the Wu Tang story. I, I just love it. I th think it's well. And shout out to Angelica. This nigga right here still. With shout out. <laughs> Wu Tang is coming back. Oh, Wu Tang's my joint too. That's my shit. And most favorite fucking show is coming back. What show is that? Force. <laughs> and I like Joseph Sakura. Yeah. But Force was some bullshit, yeah. bro. <laughs> I like Force, man. No, it, once again, it was entertaining. Keep them black people working, B. Yeah, I'm not mad you at it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not so, mad. Listen, I would never shit on a black show, bro. But I'm, I'm still going to be honest. Like, you know, it's not, to me, it's, it's, it's just not the greatest. It's not, the, it, there's no substance to it, you know? But I hope them all the uh, success in the world. All right, before we go into some relationship shit like we normally go into real quick, uh, you know what I want to ask you? Shout did out you, Forrest Whitaker. Did you Forrest, see, what up? Did you see um, <laughs> this new law they got coming out in Indiana? Oh, yeah, and I love it. It's crazy. It I said, hope it comes to New York. Oh, that's crazy. Any police officer that, got, I guess, forced themselves into someone's house. You have the right to car, defend yourself. You have Surprise, the right to defend yourself and clap a nigga. Now, my question is this. That's crazy, bro. It's not. Why is it crazy? That's crazy. It's Wild Wild West, B. How is it Wild Wild West? It's still crazy, bro. Insane. How is it crazy? Because the people are given the right to defend themselves? How is that crazy? So law enforcement you're, you're, so, you're so used. No. Not what that means is you're so used to having. No. Because what's happened is... You have a God-given right to no, defend yourself oh, oh, and protect about, your life. Are you about, aware? So it's not, it's not about you to anything. It's about people who are going to take advantage of this shit. Because it's just, it, it just not going to roll out. You think it's just going to happen. It's going to be easy. Cops can't get it right. Imagine people that ain't trained who just going to go, yeah, he walked in my house. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? understand. Like, we, we got to be, give us a slippery but, slope, bro. No, but the truth is <laughs> the way the about? way that things are, it's unnatural. You have a God-given right to protect your life. The fact that if, the, wait, wait, let just let me, the fact that if the police run up on me and I have nothing on me and the cop pulls out a gun and says, I'm going to shoot you. I have to let him shoot me and not and not be able. Nah, to, that is one. not natural, Yo, listen, bro. Man, you have a God-given right to defend your life. Brother, what I'm saying to you, black people are dying without guns in their hand, right? Imagine now, cop got the excuse because you opened your door with the hammer, like what's up, who, bro? No, Yo, listen, this is what can happen now. We always we, no, no we, okay. that's that's not we we, that's not, we be talking about it on the show. That's not in a the couple way. Of months, no, bro. no, no. But listen, this is this is what it all boils down to because that was this was my question as well. What you have to understand is that law pertains to legal gun owners, right? Okay. Legal gun owners, because that was my question. So if you have an illegal gun and a cop tries to enter your home and you shoot him. Are you still protected under that defense? You can you person. be can you be charged for the uh, the illegal gun, but not charged for the but shooting kill, 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 kill or the, the killing? Cop. And I don't know how Indiana is, because a lot of these other states, but like New York, you get, it's open. Yeah, carry. I was just about to yeah, say, you, but, you, but you these states, have but these states, nobody has an illegal gun. Yeah, Everybody yeah, has a legal gun. Because I'm thinking New York. Yeah. 
this shit could be a little crazy. No, bro. I don't know I think, what the I fuck think, is going to No, because I think what this law will do is it will give balance, a, it will give a balance. Right, cool. Because you have to understand that Before balance, cops, cops a lot of police officers <laughs> do not respect civilians because of the fact that they are allowed to carry a firearm. Now, because they, they are protected by these laws. But now, when they are aware that wait a minute, if I don't go by the book, this person can defend himself, then they are forced to carry themselves a certain way. Don't get me wrong. There is also the other side of it, where cops are already afraid of the public, right? And this is why they have itchy trigger fingers. This can make them even more afraid. It can go either way, but to be honest with you, I would rather everyone have a fighting chance to, 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 to have the God-given right to defend their life. Listen, bro, we're going to see how it work out, man. Nice law. Don't bring that shit to New York. Cause Listen, bring it clapped. to New York. Bring it to New York. <laughs> everybody get, get, go get clapped. Bring it so to New York. So check this out. Um, I was watching this shit, and it was saying that I was reading, not watching, but reading something that was talking about studies. And they were saying studies um, show if a man and woman have a joint bank account, they stay longer together. So my question is, would you, do you mind having a joint bank account with your lady? I don't mind. I mean, when uh, well, with your lady, girlfriend, wife. When me, when 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 me and my um, when me and when me and Storm's moms, we had lived together for seven years, and there was no such thing as her money, my money. It was always we pooled our money, always, and it made things so much easier. Yeah, I don't know if I could really. I, I, like, I know I could do a joint bank account. I don't know if I could put all my money in a bank account. See, but to me, then, then that's an issue of trust. I don't know if it's a trust. I think, I think, I, me. Why? I, so let me ask you why. It's not a trust issue for so me. So I'm asking you why. Because I, I, I like to have my own shit for myself. Like, like I like my own space. Like, I want my own drawers. Just because we share a drawer, I don't want you in my drawers on my side. I want my own shit. You know what I'm saying? I like to have, knowing that I have my own. Now, I don't mind if I took a portion of my earnings and we put it in, the, in an account where we, anybody pull from, I don't have a problem with that. But I still feel like, for me, I would just like to have my own stuff. I mean, listen, there's a way to share accounts and to, uh, to still have that conversation. Because, listen, it's all about communication. Well, well, well you're right. <clears throat> if, it's, if I had something like how me and Sydney had when I was growing, like when it was coming up, she was a part of my account. She could see everything in my account. You know what I mean? She could, but she couldn't go into that account. But it was an account that we had, we, had, we, had account, we had an account together. Yes, I'm cool with that. It's not the, it's not the yeah, same. It's I'm not cool, the same. But I'm not, I'm, I, listen, man. I got to have my own shit. Me personally, um, and don't get me wrong, as I've, as I've grown and matured, because when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't understand the whole concept of prenups. But now that I've grown and matured, and I don't know, man, I think it's also because of the way women have evolved. Now, I do believe in prenups, you know, but when it comes to the union of marriage, I believe that if you're sharing a life, then there's nothing wrong with truly sharing a life up until that that union dissolves now i hear you but i think everybody needs their own personal space at some point of course I mean? of course so, that's what i'm just saying but sharing an account i don't understand how is there no personal space I think you know you no one no one is put listen you can sh like i said i did this i did this for for six years you know so i'm speaking from experience you can pull your money together and that doesn't mean anyone is policing what you're doing no i'm not saying that neither and maybe i gotta experience it but for as of right now i've never experienced no shit like that and for me i would think i don't mind having an account a joint account together i still feel like i would need my own space 
I think, and maybe that's something that I, I have to learn. Yeah, I think I think a lot. I think a lot of times, um, that's because you've never. Although we, a lot of us, although we've been in relationships, we've never really shared a life with someone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So because of that, we have our, we have our insecurities. We have our notions of what's possible. And, and I got to think about that type of shit, right? Yeah, like, of course you do. For me, for, for me like, Moving forward, if somebody man. go on the counter and then I see Shorty take out five grand for a bag, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck you just... Yeah, but see, see, but, see I, but that, I but, have to like. But the things that you're talking about, yeah, the woman that you're go going to be with, that you're going to trust enough to share a joint account with, is not going to do dumb shit well, like that. Maybe, maybe, look, maybe you're right. Well, study says. You know, I'd like to believe that you're an intelligent young man, and you're not <laughs> going to just marry a chick because she's pretty. Yeah. You understand? So I hear you. But what I'm saying, study says, put your bank accounts. And this you, is why the study if says. You wanna, it. If you want to stay with your woman or your man longer. That's what the study says. Move at your own discretion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, want to really talk to you to um, just touch base just a little bit about um, rules of engagement with, between men and women. And what I mean by rules of engagement between the men and women, meaning, you know, is there a, a, is there, um, a difference between the sexes? Meaning if a woman... If a woman, um, I was watching this thing, and it was like if a woman, if a man touches a woman inappropriately, like smack on her ass, you know, brush against her breast, or if a woman smacks a guy on his ass or pats him on the genitals or rub his chest, is there a double standard in that? There definitely is a double standard. Um, there's something that's been circulating uh, social media and the Internet for the last couple of days, which is an incident that um, happened to Kehlani at one of her shows mm -hmm. where she was actually walking through the crowd with her security and someone, you know, she didn't, ident she didn't identify or indicate whether it was male or female, but someone reached under her skirt and put their finger in her panties and touched her vagina. How does somebody fucking I don't, go Listen, bro, I have no idea. You got ninja fingers? I have no idea, but... While she was walking with security? But, but yeah, while she's, you know, I mean... Fire the fucking security. But think, no, you but think about it. You're, you're, you're walking through this huge crowd, and you know, a lot of times people are grabbing at you, whatever, whatever. So somebody, somebody snuck a fail. But that's crazy. And, and I mean, there's been a lot of outrage about this, about how you know this person's a creep, blah blah blah, whatever, yeah, whatever. And of course, the natural assumption is that it's a man. You know, although she hasn't indicated, I think it could be either or. But um, when I saw that and I saw the reaction to it, I think about what happened to Buster Rhymes, right? Buster Rhymes was on stage and a lady tried to reach for his crotch and he slapped her hand away, right? Then he stopped the show and she was actually there with her boyfriend and he addressed her boyfriend like, yo, what type of dude are you? Like, why are you sitting here letting your woman grab up on me? And there was also an incident with Machine Gun Kelly where he slapped a man's hand because the man grabbed his crotch. There was an incident with Harry Styles where a woman tried to grab his crotch and I just feel that when it comes to us, it's a joke. It's funny. You know, a lot of people even came down on Buster Rhymes for, for slapping this woman's hand away. Mm -hmm. You know, and they were saying, oh, Buster was on some BS, or I didn't know that Buster was like this. You know what I mean? And, and it makes me look at him differently. Um, and I just, I just don't understand this double standard, right? You know, this is a conversation that me and you had, right? We talked about uh, how men we feel pressured at times, right? Even if a man, if a woman comes on to a man, let's say a man's in a relationship and his woman wants to get it on and she comes on to him, a lot of times, even if the man is not in the mood to have sex, 
he will go along with it simply because he doesn't want there to be an issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is something you know. I think most men have had sex at times when they didn't want to simply because if you tell a woman no, it's either you're cheating, oh, who got your attention, or it's a... Uh, how about this? A lot of times they make it about them and now you're making her feel unattractive. Mm. Right? So there's, there's this pressure that whether you feel like it or not, you have to because you have to protect her feelings regardless of however you feel. So there's definitely a double standard. <laughs> well, I think there is a double standard. Um, I think also in that double standard, I think men are probably more, more acceptable or more accepting, I should say. Society has made it that way. Yeah, but I think if a woman grabbed my ass or touched my ass, I probably wouldn't. I'm not going to flip out on her. Listen. I'm just saying. Women weaponize homosexuality. If a man turns a woman down, all of a sudden he's gay. No, I hear you. I agree with you with that. But this I'm just is, saying to you, from my personal opinion, mm -hmm. I think a woman would be more inclined if a stranger... Even as a man, if I see a, woman, a dude just grab a chick ass, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, because of course. he ain't really supposed to do that, right? If I see a chick go over to a guy and like pats him on the ass, I, I really ain't gonna say nothing to her. Like, you know, but that's- why, But why wouldn't you? Because I, to me, I'm just saying how I feel. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't so, feel it. So, so my question to you is this. Unless okay. he felt so the way you about see, it. But you see the woman but I just think we you built, see, but you, I think I also think we built differently. No, I understand, but I'm what I'm doing is playing <coughs> devil's advocate, right? Mm -hmm. You see this woman slap this man's ass or grab this man's ass. He's a stranger. She's never met him a day in her life. She just found him attractive, so she did it. Now this woman has no knowledge of if this man is in a relationship, yeah, if this man is married. There's still a disrespect there. I, I watch. No, I'm not, I'm I watch. Saying, I'm not saying I watch, that there's not. I'm I watch, just saying to you, I just think it's different. It's not, but it's there is no difference. I, I just feel like, like I watch. I feel like we just. See, we can't, we can't go... If women some, want equality, then there I, should be I, I, equality. No, I, I hear you. But we can't go, yo, we're different in nature. and understand. Like, we're different. Like, if a girl came up to you right now, oh, your chest is nice, Mo. I don't see you flipping out. But I, I bet you this, if a dude walked in here and touched old girl right there and grabbed her breast, you would flip the fuck it out. All, it all depends on the situation. It all depends <laughs> on what day you catch me. Because... <laughs> because and this is something you know, bro. I don't like people in my space. I don't like people touching me. You understand? So, you, so therefore, what makes you think you have the right? Like, shorty, like, get out of here. Yeah, I hear you. I just think, I think men accept things differently. Is there a double standard in, in the trouble that you can get? Hell yes. Um, but I think we just do things differently. I watched, I watched the video. This has also been circulating social media where uh, what they did was they had a man who was in an argument of course, it was all orchestrated, but, you know, everyone in the surroundings didn't know. It was a man in an argument with a woman. He started getting grabby with her, right? Oh, yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. and everybody came to her rescue. rescue. They pushed him away. Then on the flip yeah, side, you had a woman who was in an argument with a man. She was slapping him, hitting him, and, it and, it and, and everybody was laughing. Thought it was funny. And once again, this is why, you know, men are very unprotected, bro. No, I hear you. Um, you know, not saying that we can't defend ourselves. In no way am I, am I playing the victim card. Not at all. Because we, of course, we physically can defend ourselves. And in no way am I saying uh, that it's even killed. That's some strong chicks out there, though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but in these days, some of those strong chicks are men. Oh, my God. Listen, anyway. Listen, <laughs> did y'all hear SZA album? I love SZA album. Big up the SZA. 
Uh, Snooze is probably my best record on there. I love that record. I listen on repeat. So if you're here, says album, go check out says album. Ho ho ho. Um, I want to just have this one more conversation with you. I saw the craziest shit, me. And we in the fucking matrix. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm, 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 and listen, I want the red pill. I want to wake up from the matrix. I'd rather live my real fucking life than live the fake one. I saw this shit in Germany with artificial... Um, oh, the factory. Yeah, uh, births. They have a bunch of wombs. They could do up to 400 babies. Artificial wombs. Artificial wombs. You could design the sex, the strength, the motherfucking... Um, they have a umbilical cord that feeds the baby. Uh, Mac, they have a, a, the, uh, some, I don't know. They have everything for this you shit. You can just, pick the eye color of the baby. Color, you can pick skin tone. I, it's so crazy. I can't even fathom this shit. This is like the Matrix is coming true the right matrix. in front of us. Even though we've been in the Matrix for real, but now we start to see the real life version of this shit. We are going to become the orchestrators of our own destruction. Um, that, bruh, it's, it's, it's so plain as day where we're headed. And the reason being is, you know, you have to think about it like animals that are kept in captivity, that are taking out their natural habitat, right? Um, they begin to act differently. You know, they begin to act weird. You know, a lot of times people wonder, why is it that we live in a world now where people go through depression so much, there's so much mental illness? You know, this simulation that this civilization is not our natural habitat. We've been taken out our natural habitat. Now, the dangerous thing that's being done with something like that is babies in the womb, the, hearing the mother's heartbeat, feeling close to the mother, hearing mm. the father's voice, hearing Never the mother's voice. All of this has an effect on that child's mental development before it is born. So when you remove that child from that natural environment and all of these things that play a part in that mental development, why is it that you think that when babies are born, they recognize their mother's voice, they recognize their father's voice? <coughs> when you remove that child, this is why narcissism, this is how sociopaths are created. So we're playing a very dangerous game. Devil advocate, devil advocate with that. Even though I ain't fucking with this whole artificial birth shit, devil advocate. Because we have, there's a lot of studies, I would say, of babies being born four or five months premature. Mm -hmm. Right. My daughter was born uh, two months pregnant. She was born so the day after her mother turned seven months pregnant. A lot of those babies don't get the, awarded those same benefits that you have. Could that be an argument? They not, can... not necessarily true because my daughter was in the hospital. My daughter was born. She was two pounds, four ounces. She was in the hospital for 45 days. That is totally up to the parent because I was in that hospital every single day. Um, so every single day I sang to my daughter right from the incubator, you know, because you, they, they have the little hole that you can open up. You can stick your hand in there. You can touch the baby. That's totally up to the parent. Mm -hmm. And the parents that I saw... I'm just making the Yeah, 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 this is so what I'm saying. The, the, the parents that I saw in the NICU did the exact same thing. Now, are you aware, and a lot of us aren't aware of this, do you know that infants, babies, who aren't given love and affection, right, can die from that? right because what it actually does is it stunts their brain growth because affection the chemical oxytocin that's released into uh your bloodstream um what else it's oxytocin and it's endorphins that's what affection and love that's what it creates in the body and that helps the brain develop so babies can actually die from a lack of love 
babies can actually, uh, their, their, their brain growth can be stunted from a lack of growth and affection. And this is why, if you think about it, a lot of babies that were born in orphanages and grow up in the social system, this is why they act out. That's why a lot of them grow up to be sociopaths because they never got that love. Well, listen. So we're, we're, once again, I think we're going to be the, the orchestrators just, of all destruction. The, I just want the red pill. Check this out. Before I go, or before we go, I have to say, I just want to tell you a quick little thing that happened to me a couple of Christmases ago. And that's probably why my last Christmas was so sad. Did I ever tell you? Styles is stuck on this sad Christmas. Bill, did I ever tell you? You ain't about getting the, a hug, bro. You, you, did I ever tell you about the girl that, that came and played Miss Santa Claus for me? No. <laughs> Back in the day, this chick came to my crib dressed up like Mrs. Coles. Okay. And wanted to play with my sack. Wanted to play with your So you were Santa? I was Santa. She wanted to play with your sack. Yo. Interesting. And she gave my sack all kinds of gifts. <laughs> so, so all you ho-ho-hos. Why does this guy always have to bring it back to something sexual, man? Yo, listen. For all them ho-ho-hos out there, keep playing with Santa's sack this Christmas. Make a Santa happy, man. Because that was a great Christmas for me. I need a Miss Claus this Christmas. Wherever you at, I'm right here for you, baby. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Yo, New Year. This is Brooklyn Boys Radio. Brooklyn and Boys Radio. I want to tell y'all thank you for joining us again this week. Um, have a great and wonderful Christmas. Shout out to Woodstack. Chico. Shout out to Woodsteezy. Yo, Tico, Merry Christmas. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And share. And, and share. And don't and forget comment. to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Please. To tell a friend. Please. We out here giving Yo, love, Yo, Swab, what up, nigga? Yo, Sweezy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. We see y'all in the new year, nigga. We'll actually be back before the new year. But Brooklyn, uh, we out. Out. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas!